This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Vern Glenn is off today. He's, uh, he's actually a career day. Oh, I thought he was in St. Louis with the, uh, with the Sharkies. Yeah. No, not this time. And uh, it, it, It's career day, but it's not for him. He's been it's gotta, traveling. It's got to be for one of his kids. He's been traveling a lot with the, the Warriors and the Sharkies, hasn't he? He has. Yeah. I'm surprised that they just don't um, you know, feed it into him. Here rather than ah, it's good fun. to have your guy at the games. <laughs> it looks good locally, you know. The TV stations like that. Okay. Yeah. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Today is just uh, various sports uh, trivia. Let's see. We have uh, uh, let's see. We have an Olympic question, an NBA question, and um, just a, a different kind of question. Oh, a different kind of question. different kind of question. Right. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Now we record the show a few days early. Right. It's uh, going to air on Saturday. Right. Uh, at this point, uh, the Warriors uh, they they kind of did something special last night. Yeah, they they swept their way out of Portland. They won uh, in come from behind fashion. They had three wins. The last three wins all coming back from double digit deficits. The last win was particularly impressive because Andre Iguodala wasn't playing. Not only have Kevin Durant and Demarcus Cousins been out for this entire series but now you've got three of your top six rotation players not playing and yet they somehow managed to win but they got the great core of curry thompson and draymond green and those guys have been there before and they all came through draymond green hits a three-pointer in overtime curry finishes with 37 clay makes some great plays and of course their backups you know guys like Kevon looney and quinn cook and jordan bell and Jonas Drebko, you know, they've got guys that can come off the bench and do a good job. They haven't been able to really depend on those guys a lot um, until recently, and now they've had to be forced into the fray. But the good, the good news for the Warriors is they have nine days to get uh, both um, Durant and DeMarcus Cousins and Andre Iguodala right. healthy. We're, we're, we'll talk about that when we yeah. get back. All right. This segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding 7.5% secured by real estate. Doesn't get any more conservative than that. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Stay tuned. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Keep 
Cooper DDS at CooperDDS.com is a board-certified specialist who has been placing and restoring dental implants in San Jose for more than 25 years. His patients love Teeth in One Day or Teeth Express. Portrayal based on an actual patient experience. By the time I was 35, I had lost so many of my permanent teeth, it actually hurt to smile. I I couldn't get work. Sandra's dental problems almost destroyed her life, but through Teeth Express, Sandra's missing teeth were replaced with long-lasting, natural-looking dental implants. This changed my whole life. Dental implants from Teeth Express for immediate results that leave a lasting impression. For a provider near you, visit TeethXP.com. So for dental implants in San Jose, see Keith Cooper DDS at CooperDDS.com. That's CooperDDS.com. The Mountview Hotel is celebrating 100 years of memories. An historical landmark that opened in 1919, the Mountview Hotel is one of Calistoga's most iconic places to stay. With uniquely decorated rooms and an inviting pool, the Mountview Hotel is sure to give you peace and relaxation while you enjoy all that Calistoga has to offer. Stay in one of their luxury suites or cottages and enjoy a massage. Ah, what a way to spend a getaway in the wine country. Check out mountviewhotel.com for specials. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan. Uh, Bruce, I want to ask you a quick question. Yeah. So you were mentioning the Warriors before we cut to break and, yeah. and all the uh, backups. Do you think, is it uh, is it that they put the backups in mostly just to give the starters rest? I mean, well, is, that, is that the choice. main reason? <laughs> they didn't have a choice in this last series because they had Iguodala and Durant and Cousins were all hurt. And then you had to give Curry and Thompson and... Draymond some time off, although I understand that Curry played, I think, the entire second half and the entire overtime of the fourth yeah, and the the final game. Well, I guess, I guess actually I should kind of rephrase my, rephrase my question. Is the goal of the starters just to keep the, the, the evenness of where the score is, you know, if they're uh, – Theoretically, behind, I mean, you, you, yeah. theoretically you like to have three or four guys that you can depend on coming off the bench who can spell your regulars for five, ten minutes – 
and contribute, you know. And if you don't have that, you're not going to win because what's going to happen over the course of a long season, guys are going to get hurt and tired, and and then the backups are not going to (laughs) have enough playing time. So, you know, you got to get those guys in. And I think that Steve Kerr has done a masterful job of weaving in over the years different players, you know, whether it was last year with, you know, guys like David West and before that JaVale McGee and – you know they've they've had a, a number of players that were unheralded that did a really nice job off the bench this year. Um, you know, Kevon Looney has has emerged. I think yeah. as their top guy off the bench. He doesn't score a lot of points. He doesn't have a a great jump shot. But what he does have is that ability to get inside, uh, clean up the boards. You know, uh-huh. pick up a rebound, a loose rebound, and score. And then block. He's got long arms. He's a great defender. He's almost so. getting more. It seems like he's almost getting more offensive rebounds than, than defensive yeah, ones. Yeah, he is. And you That's know. Great. Uh, Steve Kerr just loves a guy because Steve Kerr loved. Steve Kerr was that kind of a player. He was sort of unheralded, unknown, you know, overlooked. But he was one of those guys oh, that good. made a difference on a, on a great San Antonio team and on some great Chicago Bulls teams. Did Steve make it to the Hall of Fame? No, but you know he you probably know. will as a coach. Oh no, for sure. He uh, yeah, will as a coach. I mean you think about it. He's been a coach for five years. They've been in the finals now five years. That's, that's not good. That's not a good enough record. <laughs> not good enough. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um. And in fact, I was going to ask you about that. Is uh, you know. Does making it into the finals, and, and they, they had that kind of odd year where they lost to, to Cleveland right. when they should have won. Does that make them a dynasty? Do you well, have I to think so. Five five years, I think you have to, in this day and age especially. Maybe 20, 30 years ago it wasn't. Well, no, even then it was a big deal. Because you look at the number of teams that have made it, Edward, into the finals in any sport, and it's it's a select number. You know, the, the Canadians of, of hockey. Mm-hmm. Back in the '60s, the the Celtics of the NBA back in the '60s, the New York Islanders, the NHL back in the late well, uh, well, '70s, the, early '80s. Well, the one that, that comes up to mind Yankees, to me is course. is the Braves, where they were in uh, the World the Series. Braves won, in, they yeah, won one. The Braves were in, yeah. The Braves were in. I think they went to 15 playoffs in a row. They were in five World Series, but they only won, they won one, one time. Yeah. Now, the thing yeah. Is, no, they're that, not. A, they were not. They, that, you can't. That's not a dynasty. No. Okay. I, you okay. got you got to win a few of those. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. You got to win. Yeah. And the know? thing is, see, also, I mean, unfortunately, the poor Buffalo Bills, four years in a row, oh, losing yeah. all four. Can you imagine that? And they have they had a very good. Obviously, they had a very good yeah. team. Of course, they got blown out in three of those games too. But you know, True. yeah, you're right. I mean, it's that's got to be tough. Yeah, it's still. I still think about the uh, time that Houston uh, just just. Imploded. Took a doll, imploded as a yeah player. in in Buffalo and yeah, it was Frank, Frank Reich. Reich yeah, yeah. isn't he coaching now yes, he is. yeah, yeah. Where's he, yeah. What, what was he head coach of I uh, trying to remember he's very good coach college I think or, so he's a very good head coach wherever yeah. he is I can't remember I can't keep up with these guys there's so many coaches coming and going that, you know, yeah and the Mets are going through quite a uh, oh, God. <laughs> oopers <laughs> that, that's that's just not a very functional organization. You know, certain organizations are just a, well, the most dysfunctional organization in sports right now might be the Lakers. You know, this whole thing with uh, Magic Johnson. I don't know if you heard Magic Johnson publicly came out and said Rob Protinka, I think is his name, who was kind of uh, work, working alongside him, was backstabbing, backstabbing him and bad mouthing him behind his back. And he goes, I can't work with people like that. I, yeah, I think so. I don't yeah. think I'd work with people like that. And then Jeannie Buss goes and, and supports this guy. You know, of course, you know, who's she? She's some poor little rich girl who is, whose dad was a great owner, but she doesn't know squat about the, how to run a team. So, so that's why the Lakers are one of the most dysfunctional franchises in sports. Along with the uh, Knicks. No, right? Along with the Knicks, James yeah. Dolan, the Dunderhead, yeah. Dunderhead. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad because those are the two largest markets in the, in the country, two great basketball cities, yeah. and they have two horrible teams that have no future. 
At least the Knicks don't. I, the Lakers may. The Lakers have some talent, but uh, you know, so, with, well, it's not. I guess it's not just a matter of throwing money at these players no. because they want to play for a team that sure. a they think is going to win, but b like you know they're talking about Durant playing with guys that. Dude, I mean, he's got all the money in the world now. He so. doesn't need the money because he's not going to get any more. Well, you know what it is? It's his legacy. He, and I don't mean to cast disparaging remarks in his direction, but he's a guy, unlike Curry, unlike Green, unlike Clay Thompson, who really wants to be the guy. And he, you know, he has been yeah. the guy in a sense. He's leading the team. He's the MVP of the last two championships. But – Everybody knows that that team is Steph's team. That that team runs through Steph and Curry. Curry doesn't, you know, encourage that that attitude or that uh, that move. It's just that's part of the deal. And so Durant kind of, I think Durant shapes at that a little bit. He wants to have a legacy. His thing is, I want to be the greatest player of all time. Some players are perfectly happy with just winning championships. Yeah. I think Durant is. You know, he's a little bit of a diva. He wants to be the greatest yeah, of all time. Well, he may be. Um, he may turn he may, out to yeah, be. Yeah, and the fact is, just because he's on a team with Steph Curry doesn't negate that because no. there's so many times when Durant will just take over a game. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's funny, though. This begs the question, are the Warriors a better team without Durant? Now, that's kind of silly. It sounds still silly on paper. Yeah. But you look at the way the Warriors played against uh, Portland, and they reverted to their old style of sharing the ball, up-tempo. You know, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot less isolation, a lot less one-on-one. Yeah. It was a lot more fun to watch. I'll be honest yeah. with you. I, I think the Warriors could win without him. I really do. I mean, they, they probably will have a better chance of winning with him, but without him, I don't think they're that much worse. What's Durant's percentage from the field? Good question. Uh, you're talking about from two-point range yeah. or three-point range? Uh, Two-point, two I think it's fair. I, he's though. right around 50%. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's a good mid-range. That's the thing about him. He's a good mid-range shooter. He's a good out, yeah. outline, uh, you know, long-distance shooter. He's a good inside guy. I mean, he can do it all. The thing about him that's so freakish is he has that size yeah. and can do those things. You know, most yeah. guys that size aren't that aren't that mobile well, okay what do you think the rest of the team combined what would their percentage be on the not the field? much lower not much lower okay. but i don't have the stats in front of me here so, but so it, just from a statistical standpoint i don't think in he, theory it would be better to have him oh sure on, the team, on, you know? on theory in theory i think it's i think aesthetically it's more fun to watch them play without him where they don't have to run the ball through him all the time and they there's less standing around there's less one-on-one but you know with a guy of his stature you got to give him the ball when he's yeah. hot you got to give him the ball but also that gives the rest of the team a little bit of a rest it if does they, it takes the pressure know? off guys like curry and tom you know tell yeah. curry and thompson that Durant's not going to be back next year they're not going to be happy with that they like you know he's a likable guy yeah. um but he is a little full of himself as are most you know top-notch nba players so, i think so the, from a legacy standpoint is it just okay i'm going to go to a, a team and just make them a winner because it's me? I mean, I don't know. You know, I think he he's not going to have a, a better chance to win going somewhere else. You know, there's no way. Because it's not a one-man team. No. But he may have a chance to polish his resume and his legacy a little more thoroughly in another city. Well, I, want, um, I wonder if uh, Oklahoma would have kept Harden and Can you Durant. imagine that? I mean, that... that that could have been very interesting. Yeah, but again, Harden's a little bit too much of a one-on-one. Yeah, and know. so is Durant, and that's the problem. Yeah, you know, so that's that's why that's why they call it a team sport. That's right. And moving, oh, let's see here. Uh, tell you what, we are going to cut to another commercial, or a, a commercial break. We're going to um, have a sports question here. When we come back, I do want to talk a little bit about what's going on with the Raptors and Bucks and how that'll affect the Warriors because sometimes. Right. 
the idea of getting too much time off is not good. Yeah, in this case, it is good because you're getting guys that are going to need the rest. Good point. Very yeah. good point. Yeah. All right, here's our first trivia question, and this one is going to be a an Olympic question. What U.S. city was the first to host the Olympics? Oh, good question. All right. Do you know that one? Summer or winter? Uh, i got to think it's summer. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm not going to give you the year because I think that might give it might away. Give it away, maybe. <coughs> well, the, the Olympics has been around what's it, 1896? Yeah, the, I, the one? modern one. Yeah, yeah, modern Athens, Olympics, Greece, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, email Edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to this question: What U.S. city was the first to host the summer? We'll call it the summer okay. Olympics. All right. And stay tuned. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. Why? Because we're going to be right back. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri. In Washington, waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates, not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 
Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan. Vern Glenn is off today. What U.S. city was the first to host the Olympics? And I'm going to throw a wild one out there. I'm going to say St. Louis. Yes, very good. Yeah. Now give me the year. 1920? No, 1904. 1904. I thought, yeah, I thought it was St. Louis. Very I just good. didn't know what, what year it was. All right. Interesting. The Gateway City. That's right. Have you ever been to St. Louis? Only uh, in passing through. Yeah, passing. It's yeah. a nice town. It's got about that, you know, small town sort of feel, River City, a lot of nice little restaurants and Great music. And I heard they had a baseball team plays there. Pretty good baseball team, yeah. Over the great, years. Great fans. The great big ass house game. And they got a good hockey team. I like those blues. The blue, oh, yeah. 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 So what's uh, what's going on with, with well, our last Sharks? We, the last <laughs> we spoke about the blues and the Sharks. Now, we're, as you mentioned, we're taping this a few days before. The, so the series may be over, but the Sharks were up 2-1. to one. The Blues came back. One game four in St. Louis and then crushed the Sharks in San Jose 5 nothing. So they were on the verge last we saw of winning the West and going to their first Stanley Cup final since 1970 opposite Boston, which would be huh. an interesting matchup. Two great sports towns. So we're up 2-1. to one. Now we're down 3-2. Yeah, well, the Sharks were up 2-1 to one against Vegas. Actually, no, they were down 3-1 to one against Vegas, uh, came back and won that one. They, they came back in game six, six to, in, yeah. in overtime, and, and then they, they came back from 3 to nothing down in the last game and won. So, you know, who knows? We'll see. Mm. But they're, they're beat up. Uh, Eric Carlson, their top-ranked defenseman, uh, has got a groin problem. He's had that bother him off and on all year. Uh, Joe Pavelski, their team captain, and Thomas Hurdle, their top scorer, or one of their top scorers, both uh, suffered head injuries, and I'm not sure if they were going to play in, in game, uh, game seven. Mm. Or game six, I should say. Well, so we'll see. We'll have to see. <coughs> so uh, going back to basketball for just a minute. So with the Raptors and Bucks going uh, longer than a sweep. Oh, it should, I, yeah. I, I think that's going to go in full seven. Okay. And if it does, I mean, especially uh, there's been what uh, one of the games was double overtime. Yeah. Right? So, you know, the season is fairly long. It's All the players will tell you that. <laughs> you know, long, they get beat yeah. up. And even if they're not beat up, they, they get exhausted. They do. You know, even with the rest. Yes. So – is that? But there, on the other hand, it's like if you come off an exciting series, sometimes it gives you that extra boost, and you just push through it. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you know we've heard uh, from other teams who have had uh, lay long layoffs <laughs> because they they swept like the Warriors did this year. You know, who's got the advantage? Well, I think in the in the Warriors' case, having time off is a huge advantage, just because of we mentioned the injuries. The injuries yeah. And the Warriors are the kind of team I don't think that are. It's going to accumulate too much rust, okay. uh, even if they didn't have injuries. Um, <clears throat> having time off is, is at this time of the year is really helpful, especially if you're the Warriors who've been in the finals. This is their fifth straight time, so they've played the equivalent of a five seasons already or six seasons already in five years. So I mm. think it'll really help them. The thing it, it's interesting the matchups against Toronto and Milwaukee. Who would you rather play for the Warriors? Well, if you you matched up during the season, and again, it's just a small sample against Milwaukee, they split. Mm-hmm. And against Toronto, they lost badly in one game and lost in overtime in the other. So you think, oh, well, you'd rather play Milwaukee. In some respects, yeah, you'd rather play Milwaukee. Not so much because of the success, <coughs> relative success they had, but I think it's 
also the experience. Milwaukee does not have a lot of playoff experience. Toronto does. So, so, so. Okay, they played so many games. It's right. just the extra pressure. Is what it's you're talking about? It's the extra about. pressure, knowing how to handle it, knowing how to be in those tight situations. I mean, we saw it last year with Boston. Boston went into the finals of the East against Cleveland, a team that had already been to three straight finals, and Boston lost its composure. And Boston had a better team on the court, yeah. on on the floor, on paper, and they didn't show it because they got frazzled and flustered. And So if you don't have the experience sometimes, uh, usually if you're up against a more experienced team, it uh, it'll hurt you. Now, if you're a team like the Warriors, you know, right now they are so calm and relaxed and you know, Draymond Green said it best the other night. We were down by 17 points. That's not a big deal. We can get rid of that lead in five minutes. And they did. Yeah. You know, it's just it, amazing. It's strange. You know, I think I would think that, uh, let's say, coming from college to the pros, that's where the big pressure is. Yeah. But once you're playing game after game after game, I mean, yeah, okay. I, I, well, again, a lot of these guys are fairly young. And so, you know, at, at our age, it's like, who cares? <laughs> you know, yeah, at, at yeah. Finals, I mean, if it's not a life and death situation, yeah. it's like you're going to just play as hard as you would every other time. Well, the psychology of, of playing in big games is something that can't be quantified by statistics. And I, yeah. I think people do look to the level of experience that you've had as an indicator of how you know you handle those situations. And the great teams seem to know how to do that. Okay, well, look at what Seattle – okay, go, football, right. right? Look what Russell Wilson did against uh, – Denver, right? Right. Right. I mean, they just dominated them and they were the they were the young team. Yeah. You know, sometimes it takes a coach or a, a mindset or a, a game and you get into that mode where nothing phases you and, you and you don't have that experience, but you have that level of maturity or just self confidence or focus. I mean, there are all these things. That's the thing I love about sports that, you know, people who are statistic statistical freaks can't really relate to they're more into the numbers which are interesting but the psychology of sports yeah. you know the, the the way that you go into the games you know how you're feeling uh, the focus uh, you know being able to um, block out distractions being able to just get get in that flow in that calm sort of space that that is not something that you can sit there and think oh this is going to happen automatically because we are you know, great athletes. Well, I'll tell you what, what I, and I don't know if this would really work on the adult level, but uh, what used to uh, happen with me with the uh, coaching youth sports, and it worked actually fairly well, is, you know, because I could see how kids, you know, when they're playing against each other, it's like, yeah, they'll be really aggressive. But when they play people they don't know, they get very tentative. Well, they don't know the, the tendencies, and they don't know exactly Well, not just they, that, but there's you know, the intimidation of, Intimidation you know, of not knowing uh, what you're going to face. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I, I used to flip it around. I would say, you know, guys, you let them be intimidated by yeah. you. Yeah. Don't you be intimidated by them because what you're feeling, they're feeling too. And Probably. Let, and, and you be the, you know, aggressors, so yeah. to speak, uh, dominant ones, and you you see what happens. I think it when you get, uh, yeah, I think when you get to the pros, that that can't be a part of your mindset, and it probably is to a certain degree to the younger players, but it can't really be because. You know, you've got a job to do, and you're doing it so often, and you're being paid well. And usually, these are the, these guys are the best of the best, and they and they can put themselves above that. But that's not to say that it won't creep in there once in a while. As we, well, that's what that's why I say. <laughs> then why do they make the the finals be yeah. that much more intimidating, so well, to speak? It's like, listen, if they're if they're pros, they're pros, right? Yeah. Otherwise, maybe the psychology would work. Yeah, yeah. It's like I say, Boston on paper better yeah. team than Cleveland, but Boston came unraveled in yeah. the in the finals, and 
these things happen. You can't uh, predict it. You don't know when it's going to happen. But it just it's a sometimes it's a symptom of a team that just doesn't have its feet on the ground. What's crazy is when it happens in baseball. Yeah, they, baseball is an interesting sport. Baseball is a little different than the other sports. Yeah. I think the other sports rely more on the team, yep. the total team uh, vibe. Baseball, you know, an individual can almost single-handedly carry a team yeah. or get a team started. But, but it's interesting when, uh, <clears throat> and again, this is I know this is hard for guys like you and me uh, because it was our San Francisco Giants in 2002. But uh, when they lost that, and the same thing happened with Boston losing to the Mets in 86. When they lost Game Six in the World Series, yeah, in the World Series, you almost knew that they were also going to lose Game Six. Oh, seven. I remember feeling I was at that series covering it, and for my radio station, and I remember thinking it's over; they're not going to come back. And of course, they did come back the next day and were leading one nothing, but they never scored another run. Yeah, and yeah, no, it's 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 weird that it, sports is weird in that way. Sometimes you know, if you've been around it long enough, you can kind of sense what's going to come around the corner, and oftentimes you're right because you've been. You know, I've been to 7,000 games in my life, so I, I kind of have an idea of what's coming. Not yeah. always. Sometimes I bet you, you can recall every one of them. <laughs> you know a game I can recall, though, the other night that I, I hadn't seen a game quite like that was Game 7 of the first-round hockey Stanley Cup playoffs between the Sharks and Las Vegas, where the Sharks were down 3 nothing with about 10 minutes to play in the game, and they got a penalty oh, yeah. called on Vegas, and they scored four goals in in a five minute period and then they won in over- and then they had the game won and Vegas tied it in the final minute so they went in overtime and won it on an amazing play. I'd never seen anything like that but that's yeah. the beauty of going to games as often as you do. You, you see something new. Yeah, yeah that was special. <laughs> Pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Also, I was reading that uh, this is, I got this from Yahoo Sports. Uh, the Bills, the Buffalo Bills are giving out number 32. Hmm, who used to wear number 32? Good old OJ. OJ. Uh, San Francisco's own. Center Ice Perry. I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. Center Ice Perry. Center Ice Perry. And it's the first time in 40 40- Center Ice Perry? S E N O R I S E. Center Ice? Who is Center Ice? Oh, they're going to give that to they, the. They're going to give it to that player. <clears throat> Interesting. And it's the first time in 42 years that his number's been given out. Now, Interesting. I wonder why they waited so long. Uh, that's what I was wondering, too, because how many other teams have not given out numbers? Like, uh, you know, Jim Brown's number was 32 also. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, but yeah. that was for Cleveland. So a couple of things. One, you know, there's just too many players on a team to be able to retire a bunch of numbers like they do in baseball. Um, but, you know, have, the, like, the 49ers retired number 16 because of Montana? I don't know. That's a good question. I, I never remember or see. I know one team, that I don't remember seeing anybody wearing number 16 on the Niners. Raiders do not retire numbers. They're okay. one of the few teams that does And the reason Al Davis always used to say is, as you know, He'd say that uh, you know, he'd always respected the players, but yeah. there's no player greater than the number, you know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And I'm wondering if P- Mr. Perry uh, would have an issue wearing the number of a suspected murderer. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Is he, he's on on his own out now, isn't he, O.J.? Living in I Miami or something? I think so, I wonder yeah. what he's doing with himself. Uh, no, and hopefully he's uh, keeping better company. Yeah, well, I'm sure happening. he is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so now I, I have a question here, and I should have clarified this one, but it's uh, my question is, who holds the NBA record for the most career fouls? And I'm going to guess it's fouls against him rather than fouls that he created. Yeah, okay. I, sh- I should have clarified that. But that's, that's our next question. That's our ge- generic question. Good question. Is, I like who it. holds the NBA record for the most career? Somebody fouls? who's been around, who was around a long time, obviously. Uh, up there you go. A there, Hall of Famer. That's probably. a uh, that's a hint that you yeah. gave yourself. A Hall of Famer. Yeah. 
I believe he's in the Hall of Fame. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Stay with us. Uh, you're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back. The Mount View Hotel is celebrating 100 years of memories. An historical landmark that opened in 1919, the Mount View Hotel is one of Calistoga's most iconic places to stay. With uniquely decorated rooms and an inviting pool, the Mount View Hotel is sure to give you peace and relaxation while you enjoy all that Calistoga has to offer. Stay in one of their luxury suites or cottages and enjoy a massage. Ah, what a way to spend a getaway in the wine country. Check out mountviewhotel.com for specials. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Keith Cooper DDS is a board-certified specialist who has been placing and restoring dental implants in San Jose for more than 25 years. His patients love Teeth in One Day or Teeth Express. My dentures came loose all the time. When Tom's permanent teeth fell out, dentures didn't work. Then Tom got dental implants from Teeth Express, long-lasting, natural-looking replacements for lost teeth. Dental implants changed my life. For dental implants in San Jose, see Keith Cooper DDS at cooperdds.com. Chuck Woolery here for Blue Emu. How many pain relief ads do you hear daily? 5, 10, 15, and of course, all of them claim their new ingredient or their new formula will help. Blue Emu has maintained the same quality year after year and continues to be the number one branded emu oil product. So don't trust hype. Trust Blue Emu to support healthy muscles and joints. Choose Blue Emu pain relief products. They work fast and you won't stink. Available at retailers nationwide. Want to know my secret to make a great-looking lawn last even longer? All it takes is a second feeding of Scott's Turf Builder Lawn Food. With a simple second feeding, your lush lawn is here to stay. Because a second feeding of Scott's reinvigorates lawns by providing nutrients, which helps prevent browning and withering as the weather warms. My green grass isn't going anywhere. This is a Scott's Yard. Pick up Scott's Turf Builder Lawn Food today. Welcome back to Sports Ecom 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Vern Glenn is off today. Question, Bruce, who holds the NBA records for record for the most career fouls? Bob Cousy? No. Jerry West? No, a bit... Uh, a guard? Uh, no. Forward? No. A center? Yes. Wilt Chamberlain? No. Bill Russell? No. <sighs> Come on, who's Somebody no? close, that, and Nate Thurman, I don't no? know. No? No. Kareem? 
Of course, because Kareem played till he was 42 years yeah. old. <laughs> and, so, I'm, yeah. and I'm guessing he received the most fouls, yeah. not created yeah. the most fouls. Yeah, you know, I don't understand why more players don't use the sky hook. I know. That's an unstoppable shot. And even yeah. if you're... Six five, it's tough to stop. Yeah, because you, you you know you're so far back when you throw it up, and a guy yeah. his size. Yeah, I don't understand why players don't do that. There's there's been a few of them who seem to do a little bit of it, yeah, but but not very infrequent. Th- yeah, hook shot. I mean, when you and I were kids, it was a big part of the game. Yeah, but I, I, like I don't know why it went away. It's a beautiful shot too. It's fun to watch. Yeah, I, I like it. It's sort of um, not a regular hook shot, but sort of a kind of a hybrid of a hook and right. throw in. It yeah. seems to to yeah. I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. So moving on to a little baseball. Baseball. Um, <clears throat> let's see. But we've got a couple of teams that are doing very well. A couple of teams are doing very well, and a couple of teams like our Giants that are not doing very well. But that's not to be Or the Mets. Or the Mets. Hey, the Giants, not, not a surprise. I mean, I, I thought they'd be better. I, I, I just didn't think their hitting would be so bad. Kevin Pillar, who is, you know, a decent 250 hitter. They picked him up in, from Toronto. He's hitting 200. Yeah. Uh, you know, Buster Posey's hitting 250. He got a shoulder repaired. I thought he was going to be okay. Um, Brandon Crawford looks like he's over the hill. I mean, he just is slow. Uh, he's fielding okay, but he's not hitting the ball very well. How Their old? best player is Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Ten pinch hits, two pinch hit home runs at one game. Six pinch hit doubles. The guy can pitch. He can play first. He can play third. He's he, their best player. He, 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 he had to pick an all-star for the, for the Giants. Put him out there. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, put him out there. Come on. Yeah, he did pitch pretty well, didn't he? A he times? did. <laughs> he, he pitched. I think he pitched a scoreless inning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't yeah, have yeah. to be a starter, but no. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, and there's some teams that are. There are other teams that are playing pretty poorly too. Not not the, not just the Giants. Yeah. Well, but, the, well uh, the Mets now apparently. Uh, that's another dysfunctional Cess- franchise. Well, Cespedes. Uh, Do you hear what happened to him? He, something about he stuck his foot in, on his ranch or yeah, something. Yeah, he broke his broke foot. His... So he goes through all this rehab. Now he's got to go through more rehab with his feet. Poor guy's never going to play again. Let's face it. He's got bad feet. Wow, you know, that's a shame. It's a shame. Well, maybe he could be traded to the American League and be a DH. Uh, DH. Yeah, that's where he should be. Back and in the as long end, as he hits yeah. home runs, he can just try to tr- get in a wheelchair and go around the. Uh, I remember seeing him make a pages. throw from center yes. field once. You remember that play? It was actually from left field. Left field, he, and left he field. threw the guy out on the fly. Yeah, it yeah. It, it was such a f- that was actually the best. I mean, we all can listen. Roberto Clemente was phenomenal. Oh, he was okay? amazing. But this throw from Cespedes, if you compare it to any other throw, it really was the best. It was so good, in fact. It was about three years ago, I think, that they literally had a half-an-hour show just on that throw. Isn't that amazing? Where, where, yeah, they were talking about the angles and, like, if it was – it had to be within, I think, three degrees of the – because if you if you watch it from the left-field camera, it curves around just a little bit. Around the, the – uh, It's like he runner. knew how to throw it or something, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and he speaking, bobbled it twice before I he know. actually did that. I, speaking of Roberto Clemente, an interesting yeah. story. I, I read a, a biography about him not long ago. There's some really good biographies on – great major league players, and there's one about him. I can't remember the, the author who wrote it, but it was a terrific book. And it was interesting. He was playing a game in San Diego, and he got kidnapped by a bunch of hoodlums. Uh, a bunch of um, Mexican hoodlums kidnapped him at the hotel. Uh, he thought he was getting a ride somewhere, and it turned out that these guys uh, picked him up, and they just thought he was some rich guy. And they took him to this bluff, and and they had emptier pockets. They had him you know, standing there, and he, th- he thought to himself, I'm going to die. They're going to yeah. kill me. And they, one guy pulled out his uh, his ID, and he goes, "Oh my God, 
We've got Roberto Clemente. Oh, Mr. Clemente, we're so sorry. <laughs> oh, we're so sorry. They, they gave him his money back. They took him back to the hotel and dropped him off and said, please don't say anything about this to anybody. And so he didn't talk about it for a while. And it was an interesting story. Isn't that, what an interesting you know, little story. In, in, Isn't that weird? Nowadays, it would be, oh, good. Now we've got someone who can pay even more. Yeah. But it, what surprised me was that they didn't recognize him in the first place. You know? Yeah. But well, I, he's not... Um, He's not Mexican. He's what, Nicaraguan? Uh, Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. But, okay. you know, in those days, uh, also, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have a lot of TV coverage. Yeah, and the f- players' faces weren't as splashed all over everything, you know, as they are today. But I guess it's funny because, you know, a lot of Mexican gangs may have only been into soccer rather than baseball. That's so it's true. possible they may not have known But at the same time, anyway. you know, the guy, as soon as he looked at the ID, oh, my God, this is Roberto Clemente. Oh, Mr. Clemente. Oh, we're so sorry. That, that's the funny part. I know, know but like, yeah, it is. But it's like, how come you can't just do that to the average Joe? Oh, you're Mr. Joe Blow. I'm sorry. Here's your money back. <laughs> sorry, here's your money back. Yeah, right. Well, I guess that what they're looking at really is if anything happened to him, then everybody would really oh, yeah. focus in. Okay, yeah, the thing really about ki- kidnapping is one of those crimes, too. You don't see it happen very often anymore. And the reason why, it's really hard to pull off. And secondly, if you if you do kidnap somebody it's a capital offense you, you know you can be put to death for it yeah so but nowadays that you know put to death means in jail for 50, yeah 75 that's true years, but, but it's just it's it's one of those crimes that just it doesn't pay i mean bank robbery all these other things you know they may, they may have a high risk factor kidnapping has a really high risk factor and i'm not i'm not really sure why that is but there's got to be a reason well did you uh watch the movie i think it was called ransom with mel gibson where he's a rich guy and uh, they kidnap his son. Right. And he, he was. Is he one of those guys that kind of vigilante goes after yeah, him and gets yeah, yeah. everybody out of the But the way he does it, he, he decides to go on TV and he, it's like it's uh, it's uh, like they're asking for like $2 million, right. right? And so he goes on TV and he and he literally he goes to the bank and he gets the $2 million and he, and he displays it for mm-hmm. everyone to see right. on TV. And he basically says, you know, kidnappers, I hope you're watching because he says, you, uh, not only are you never going to get this money that's right, right. here in mm-hmm. front of in front of the TV, but he says I'm going to put a bounty on your head for this two million. So I'm sure you didn't do this alone. Any one of your guys is going to turn you in. Basically, it's like there's got to be. So some he, oh, he's trying to get the other guys yeah, to turn exactly. each other in. Yeah. And, so, and, and did that work? Uh, it. it uh, it, it it well basically obviously it yeah. did not so much that uh, that anyone actually did turn if I remember no no bad guy turned another bad guy in but there was fear within themselves that that would happen. How many kidnappers were there? Uh, I think three or four. Okay, and and, and, the, they, and, and they, the kid got back to dad. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. and the main bad guy. Was Gary Sinise? Gary, oh, he's always playing <laughs> such a good heavy. I, well, that's playing well, a good heavy is is a but, real art. Wait a minute, he was Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, you know, in uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, that's true. But he he yeah. he is a good actor, one yeah. of those underrated actors. And certain actors just you know you know who was another good heavy that I really enjoyed over the years was was Robert Mitchum. Oh, yeah, you're doing your yeah, yeah Robert <laughs> Mitchum. You know, oh, yeah, uh, uh. yeah. <laughs> Robert Mitchell, man, just put a mustache on, say a few lines, go home, have a cup of coffee. He's just acting. No big deal. <laughs> hey, I remember I was watching a documentary about him recently, and Jane Russell, uh, one of the great leading lady uh, ladies yeah. of her time, who was paired with him a few times. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was such a man's man. Mm-hmm. He was so dangerous. And you look at his face, there's this this danger and sexiness, and women were just <laughs> drawn to him, you know? It's like... Wasn't he, Clark Gable like that, too? Clark Gable was that way, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it, but it's funny, Gary Sinise, he has... Uh, He's kind of a... He kind of is a... Str- kind of scary-looking. 
Gary Sinise. I mean, he's, he got, yeah, he's got a little bit with the eyes like yeah. that. Yeah, but it's funny because he's got the Good Gary, actor, Gary Sinise and the Lieutenant Dan Band. It's interesting <laughs> you bring him up because I had not thought of him in a while. I haven't seen yeah. him do much lately. Actually, I haven't. I think he's just on tour with his yeah. Lieutenant Dan Band. <laughs> yeah, God, uh, you know my favorite actors are the character actors. There was a guy, the guy that just died. A few years ago, who was always playing heavies in movies, and he wasn't a great actor, but he was a good character. J.T. Walsh. He kind of had uh, light, kind of sandy hair. And, oh, he was in films like Red Rock West. And um, You're aging yourself. Yeah, Red Rock West was good with... Uh, with uh, okay, Sounds like a John that. Wayne type movie. It, it was a, I think it was a David Lynch or one of those kind of quirky... Wes Lynch or one of those quirky directors... But it uh, was about a guy, a drifter goes in, it drops in a town, and he he uh, un- unwittingly gets hired to kill this woman, and he decides not to do it, and then he gets caught up in the intrigue, and J.T. Walsh is the guy who's trying to kill him, and J.T. Walsh turns out to be, or trying to kill his wife, and J.T. Walsh turns out to be the sheriff in town as well, and it's like, oh my God, it's huh. crazy. That sounds like a pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. good movie. Yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, uh, just really quickly, I was just... Because you're mentioning movies, and I, I was just uh, reading that Nicky Lauda died. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I remember, God, about 42 years ago, he was nearly burned to death yeah. in a horrible auto wreck. He suffered uh, terrible facial injuries. They had to reconstruct his face, and he never looked the same after that. But he lived a long life. Well, the, and they did a movie just a few years ago. Yeah, um, come on, who was the actor who played the other guy? He's kind of a you know famous uh, played the other guy the other the guy who gets in the car race with him oh. and basically pushes him off. Oh, okay, it's like you know like Brad Pitt. Or oh, sure, it was some sure. good looking guy like yeah. that, or or maybe was it uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth? Nicholas Cage was the guy I was thinking of, by the way, in Red Rock West. Oh, oh, yeah. And the great the great line at the end is he's leaving town. He finally gets away on a train, and he's got like five thousand dollars for all his troubles. He looks over his shoulder at Red Rock West. It's this little hole in the wall town in mining town in Wyoming. He goes. Adios, Red Rock West. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage, a good actor. Good actor, yeah. yeah. yeah In yeah. fact, he, you know, he's Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. That's right. But he didn't want to ride on the coattails That's of right. him. And my wife used to be in the same uh, children's theater company with him. Believe oh, really? Did so your wife got to know him a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Well, what she, was he like? She said he w- he was very. Uh, very good at his craft, which right. obviously you can tell later on. Yeah. And he was very serious about right. it. He took it. He took it very seriously, and he just like, yeah, I'm, I'm his nephew, but no, I want to do this on my own. And and so, uh, you know, this was before all the kind of crazy stuff with the, all the, the gambling. Or you know, he was kind of a nutty guy, wasn't he? A little bit, yeah. yeah. But back then, he was kind of kind of a normal kid. Interesting. And uh, yeah, she said it was interesting. interesting. You know, some actors. Their their backgrounds. I was reading about Steve McQueen, for instance. Yeah, that guy was from a rough background. You know, his dad left when he was a kid. Yeah, mom was a drunk, and she was also playing around with lots of different guys. Yeah, and he was in reform schools, and he, yeah. you know, he he ran out of reform school and, and became a a train hobo at fourteen. Got married at fifteen. Yeah. I mean, and then he just fell into acting just as a, by accident. Yeah, and they said that he could look at a page a script, look at it one time, and memorize it just like that. Wow. He had an incredible memory. Well, it was interesting. There was a movie done just a couple of years ago, and it was only out in the theaters for like one day. And mm. I think it was called McQueen. So if you oh. ever see it, it's kind of a documentary type on him. It's I, really, I love Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen, yeah, it's tragic because he died. He was only 40. He had cancer. Yeah. Or 50. He had cancer, and they, he tried everything. He tried this this uh, revolutionary drug at the time called Laetrile, which was not uh, available in the United States. And he went to Mexico. Mexico and yes. But he was. I loved him in Papillon with uh, mm. with Dustin Hoffman. It's one of the, the most depressing movies. It is a depressing. But he, he escapes at the end. Yeah. But and uh, how about uh, the Great Escape? 
Well, and you know the famous that. scene in The Great Escape where he jumps over? Oh, yeah. That was actually done by his buddy who was a, you know, he was a great motorcycle, uh, rider. motorcycle yeah. rider, but yeah. he did not, they didn't want to take a chance of him getting hurt. So he didn't do that one scene. Okay, so. but, but interesting, uh, in the movie, McQueen, they show a scene from The Great Escape where there's a German officer chasing him. Uh-huh. He, Steve McQueen played the German officer because really? nobody could ride as well as he could. Interesting. Yeah. Inter- you know, the interesting thing about Steve McQueen in that movie, too, he was given one of the top. He, he had just really hit his stride. Yeah. But James Garner was in that movie. Yep. Richard Attenborough was in that movie. And they had kind of greater roles. And so McQueen would make sure uh, he would write extra uh Parts scenes, scenes and, yeah. <laughs> so that he was like the, the scene where he goes into the cooler, you know, he's playing yeah. catch, yeah. or the scene where he's, you know, being chased, so that he would be the center of attention. He loved being so. Oh, I know. Attention. There was a big thing between him and Paul Newman. Yeah, uh, like oh, that's right. Well, he was Inferno, and Paul yeah. Newman. He was in his first big break was in the film with Paul Newman. Someone up there likes me. He played a oh, yeah. uh, a fighter and just one of these extra fighters, and he he was very jealous of Paul Newman. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. All right, they Ken, became good friends though. Did they really? Yeah, they did. All right. Who was the first athlete on a Wheaties box? Good question. You like that one? Do you know that one? I do. Really? Okay, don't say anything. All All right. right. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We'll have some closing comments when we come back. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, 
You're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Well, welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. There was a third trivia question. Who was the first athlete on a Wheaties box? I think it was Bob Richards. No. No. Bob Richards, when would that have been? Oh, back in the 50s. Great, great Olympic athlete, decathlon uh, champion. Nope, you got to go back further than that. Jesse Owens? Uh, tiny bit further. Just a tiny bit. A, a track and field star? Nope, but a bit, but the era. Uh, not a track and field star? No. Like a winter Olympic? Nope, Olympian? baseball player. Oh, a baseball player. Hmm. Not, not a Babe Ruth. Uh, close. Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig. I say close just because they were on the same team. The, the tragic story of Lou Gehrig. Yep, 39. Yeah. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Everybody remembers that. My dad said that he was at a in a movie theater and, and saw the... Um, Pride of the Yankees? Well, not that. He's, oh, no. no, he was watching some movie. You know how they had the newsreels in those yeah, days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed that, and when they showed him doing that, it had been the first time they showed it, he said everybody Cried, yeah. was crying. Yeah. I, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, I guess he just announced it right then and there. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Did, did they announce ahead of time like he was going to have to? Well, he yeah, he actually they had the word had gotten out, and so okay. he uh, by now you've been reading. I had a bad break, you know. I mean, he was oh, so yeah. modest about it. Yeah, you know, really good guys. Yeah, it's funny because Gary Cooper looked just like him too. He did. And he did a very good job. Teresa Brian Wright Yankees. was great as the as the wife. As the wife, yeah. yeah. And don't tell. And she then, died. She died just a few years ago. Oh, really? She had a long life. And Walter Brennan was in there. Too. Walter Brennan. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't talk politics with Walter Brennan. He was in the John Birch Society. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Get those commies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's our thoughts for the day. Thoughts for the day. The greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. That's true. My wife always tells me that. She's right. Yep. And she says you create your own weather. Unless, unless you have some kind of a mood disorder, it's true. <laughs> you want true. you choose to be miserable. Unless you have exactly. a mood disorder, it's true. Very good. And don't we- don't mess with me. I know karate, kung fu, judo, taekwondo, jujitsu, and twenty eight other dangerous words. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> like that, one? that sounds like something you would write. <laughs> I know. I wish I made that yeah. one up. That was pretty good. Yeah. All right. Tune in next week to Sports Econ One Hundred and One where we're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.